Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Holmes 35 in midfield. First down. you got to win games different ways in this league. He's going to scramble. Inside the five. Mahomes rolls into the end zone. Touchdown. He gives the Chiefs a chance to maybe tie it on a two-point conversion. And they give it to him for a two-point scramble to tie the game. Sunday night football going to overtime. He did Going into this game against this team, it's always going to be a battle. It's going to be a fight. We're not going to back down from anybody. And the Chiefs have rallied. We went out there and battled to the very end and got the win. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. By the way, click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. You are not tied to your shower or your car. You have a phone in your pocket, and you do. You have us live wherever you go. We are coming to you live from the Seaport District. Brought to you by Patron. Perfect Ooh. starts with Patron. Okay. okay Patron. Wait, hold on. Before you yeah. even go, I just a serious question, though. How long have you been out? We'd even introduce him. Talking to Rex Ryan. Years? Coach Rex Ryan, yeah. Five, six years? Mm-hmm. You're, are you re-energized? Are you ready to go? I, I don't no. need to coach again. You that's, know that. not, that's not what I asked you. I asked no, you, are you, you asked me to be a DC. Wait, no, I don't. I don't wait, until you hear the, wait until you hear the offer first. All right, no, let's hear it. Not ready no, to coach. I just let's hear it. Nine million a year may make you ready to coach. No, I just want to yeah. know if you're re-energized. That's true. That's true. If you're re-energized because the reason, and I'm not even talking college, I'm talking pros, based on watching some of that. The, the coaching yesterday in football or this year, some of the head coaches, I'm ready to microwave Rex Ryan, put him in a microwave and reheat him again. I, For the yeah. third time, I'm ready to do that. So if you re-energize, you know, I'm just saying, might be some spots that's opening up that may, you know, pique your interest. That's all. I don't think the league wants me in there. Everything's about offense now. It's not necessarily about anything else. They don't want me – Beating down all these dang offenses. That's why the timing there. is perfect. You come in like you're not the norm. You're yeah, different. Yeah. Let me rep me. you. I'll, I'll take 5% as opposed to age hey, of 10%. For how, many, how much do we say? Oh, nine million a year. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, nine million a year. Let's do that. Four years. Rex is like, why do I want to work for a living again? I'm stealing money here. Unfinished business. Unfinished business. I got you. So um, we had a quarterback, I'd go do it in a second. Well, your quarterback you had, we'll talk about that off the air. Because he's getting ready to try to win an MVP. So, Rex, Patrick Mahomes wins in overtime in the primetime game. Is he back? Is he he leading the MVP race right now, do you think? Here's the crazy thing. We're all going to talk about how great Tennessee's plan was, how to stop them and to do all this. Because they had a quarterback out there that couldn't play. You know, we know that. You know, right now he's not ready to play. And yet they're in this game the whole way and all that. All Patrick Mahomes did was throw for, I mean, he, he went over 500 yards in the game. So 445 yards yeah. passing and 75 yards rushing or whatever. Are you kidding me? I, I think he, he told everybody, oh, by the way, I think I'm still the best player in the league. And he probably is. Just like all the quarterbacks you had, Rex. Same thing. Pretty Same much. Thing, pretty yeah. much. Right. Very, very similar. Thank you very much for that, Max. <laughs> <laughs> but but if, if you're looking at what Patrick Mahomes was able to do last night, and we saw Josh Allen against the New York Jets, didn't, mm-hmm. didn't play particularly well. He had a stinker. And we saw Jalen Hurts. We see Geno Smith. Are those guys in one game capable of going into Arrowhead or a neutral site 
in beating Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City? I think so. I, I really do. I, look, I'm not ready to give up on, on Josh Allen for sure. No chance of that. I, I think he's he's about as talented of a guy as I've ever seen uh, at that position. But really, you're right. You mentioned a whole lot, you know, a bunch of guys. You know, shoot, Geno Smith, to me, that team is like, they're on fire right now. And it's not just Geno throwing the football. They can run the ball. So they're balanced. So I think I think that's what you have to do. If you're going to beat – Patrick Mahomes and company, you have to have, in my opinion, unless you have a star quarterback like a Josh Allen or whatever, you better be balanced. And and I, I think, you know, look, Tennessee. If Tennessee had Ryan Tannehill, do they win that game? I don't think so. That's, that's what I argued at the top of the I, show. I, he doesn't what? think so, I but think I think so. so. I, I, think I think so. Mahomes is the type of dude to rise. Though. I have a lot more trust reason, in him than I do in Malik No, Wills. but the reason I say that, Coach, is because I'm not changing what I got in 22. I got to get a ball to 22. Whether I got you're right I about got, that. Absolutely. Whether I got Joe damn Montana at quarterback <laughs> 22 is the key. I'm with my you. offense. So. Malik Willis had threw some dimes. Like I, I got to say, he had a couple of throws. I was like, where did that come from? Well, the kid's got arm talent. The problem is with him is he's a rookie yeah, and doesn't that. have like he's This kid has a chance to be good down the road. But it's down the road, like two, it three right years now. down the Absolutely. road. Absolutely, yeah. got a lot. He's got a lot of stuff to clean up. Speaking of cleaning things up, you took over a Jet organization, a team that was, you know, needed to be cleaned up a little bit. Yeah. Has Robert Sala come in and changed the culture now to the New York Jets, where he has them believing that they can win football games? Absolutely, has key and and really, um, when I look at it, it's this team. Uh, Sala, Joe Douglas, they flipped that roster. They changed it overnight this year. Like, okay, two years, they flipped that entire roster. And now you look at a team that went from 32nd in the league in defense to right now they're, they're a top five defense, mm-hmm. in my opinion. They're, they haven't played defense like this since I was there. I mean, they're, they're doing a tremendous job defensively. But I think the key is going to be this quarterback. And if – this guy hits, they will be perennial contenders for the next 10 years. But that's the key. It's like the head of the snake. If, if, you, if this guy hits, watch out, everybody. Coach, and how about Quinn and Williams? How about this dude? This guy is no, – he's I, like – other than Micah Parsons, I think he might be the best defender in the league. He's unbelievable. Yeah, that Judon is pretty good too in yeah, New England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a couple other guys. But he's from a game an record. inside guy, we – I mean – you know, Aaron Donald and stuff, but you're, he's certainly in the conversation without question. But Sauce Gardner, to me, is a corner that's come mm-hmm. on, burst onto the scene as a rookie and has been absolutely lights out. And But you see it, and he, th- this defense right here, I'm telling you, they can play with anybody in the National Football League. I was going to say, Rex, it, it is interesting just this whole year and the process has gone through for Robert Sala and his team, right? It can make you vindictive towards the media and people, but it, it, it's forced his team to come together. It doesn't always work out that way. Right. I, I think he galvanized his team. When he came in and said, you know what, no, I'm taking receipts because I know this football team's better than, than people were giving them credit. And to me, everybody shot it down. I was like, no, it's brilliant. Because who's he, who's he speaking to? Not just us as fans. He's speaking to his, his entire locker room. And I think he, he put all the pressure on his back and took the pressure off his players. And I thought it was a brilliant move by Sala. And let's face it, I, when I came in here, 
Like the first year, I really had questions. Of course. You know, I was like, what the heck yeah. is he doing? Of course. Man, until I talked to him. And he had this plan, and he told me exactly about this plan. The conversations we've had, and you're starting to see it right now. And if this quarterback, look, guys, this is the first time in his career he's thrown for 70% completion uh, in a game. Oh, oh, by the way, against the number one defense in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, that was impressive as hell to but me. That's, how you, that's, that's the Keyshawn Johnson recipe. <laughs> You know, give him give him that 17 to 22, 23, <laughs> yeah. less than 200 yards, a touchdown or two, and no interceptions. And you're going to win a lot of games yeah. playing defense and running the football. Don't need you throwing 40-something times like you did against New England. Don't need it. Right. But that wasn't this kid's fault. And that's what I, I want to give credit to LaFleur to come back the offensive coordinator because he goes, you know what? We got to be balanced. We have to be balanced if we're going to win this game. And the thing that stood out to me the most was how they pounded the heck out of the football in a four-minute situation, as we say, four-minute where you've got to run the football, knock out first downs on the ground, take that clock down. They were able to do it. They averaged like over 10 yards a carry in the fourth quarter. And, And the funny thing is, what I thought that James Robinson was supposed to be hurt. He never looked hurt never to me. Hurt. That dude was pounding him. And that's the smart general manager move to realize we lost Brees Hall. I got to go get me a guy. Immediately, he went and got a guy. How about yeah. Vera Tucker and and what happened to Becton and everything? And that oh. would wreck a lot of, you know, like we see how many problems even Tampa has with the interior line missing, let alone guys who play on the outside. You got to give it to him. Got to give it to Coach. And he has receipts. He has yeah. receipts. What you looking at me for? The media types. The media types. Look at the Keyshawn Johnsons of the world. The media types like Keyshawn. I inspired him to do well. What are you guys talking about? I never doubted you, you, coach. You inspired Robert Sala, and he inspired Tom Brady. There you go. That's right. (laughs) Falling off a cliff. Thanks, Coach. Has Aaron Rodgers' Super Bowl window closed in Green Bay? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from WISE, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. 
Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal, done. Freelancing in France, no problem. Sending money back to mom, simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. We've been talking about who the NFL MVP is so far after Patrick Mahomes' performance last night. 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Key Observations is brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you can save. Take it away, Key. Number one. So here's these key observations. Number one of the Green Bay Packers. The Packers will be at home for the playoffs. So that means that they'll be getting ready. We're in November. After Thanksgiving, they're going to call the local storage place along with whoever can move their stuff to the storage and move it out of town for the guys that are becoming free agents and things of that nature because they're not going to the playoffs. He is telling you what's at, what actually happens. Wait, this, got, this is what occurs to these kind of teams. Oh, yeah, right? they're going to start getting it. Their assistants are going to start planning for post-Christmas vacations. Does that You guys in football, do you guys say one, two, three, Cancun, or what's your, what's your thing? When no, you check out? we kind of go on our own because most of the times we don't hang out with each other as soon as the season's over. We'll catch up with you Memorial Day weekend, things of that nature. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hit it again. Number two. Well, in Indianapolis, same sort of thing. They're going to be packing up at the end of Thanksgiving, <laughs> calling Jay Will's local storage because his family's there. They own a business in storage and smart. It's a minority-owned business. Just want to put that out there, support. My minority-owned <laughs> business put out their support. The Indianapolis Colts will be certainly joining the Green Bay Packers post Christmas vacation. Hey, MBEs in Indiana—that's a rare thing. Yeah. Number oh, three yeah. and number three. This is a theme again. The Las Vegas Raiders will Jeez. certainly be after Thanksgiving what? packing things up. In getting ready, yeah, there's to a run. reason Key is observing this now because we just passed the halfway point of the season. Absolutely. Now you know what's up. It's yeah. not going to happen anymore. Josh McDaniels, though, is he really, really made out to stick around in Las Vegas, or should he be packing his stuff up as well come Christmas time to get ready for the end of the season and look for a job in the offseason? Because it certainly looks that way. I, I don't understand it. They came in. He came in there, and this looks like a completely different team than a year ago. Carr looks like a different quarterback. I mean, it just... Know who the happiest people are about that? Bill Belichick and whoever's the quarterback for the New England Patriots, right? Oh, yeah. Let's face it. Number four. Well, number four. I mean, I'm I'm all in. I'm all New York Jet. I believe in <laughs> Robert Sala. I oh, owe him a major, major, major... Yeah, booster of Sala's. Apology for oh, my... Um, misdiagnosis of his ability to be able to lead a team and charge a team and do all the different things, you know, that you would need to do as a head coach. I am openly admitting for the Twitter trollers that is on Jay's account that I was completely wrong about what I saw in Robert Sala and the New York Jets. Completely wrong. Do you think that, as Rex said, and we've talked about it on this show, Key, you're apologizing to Sala now 
for because we were clowning him about I'm gonna run about out of money. Saying, he, he, you know, no, don't no, say we. I'm gonna run out of money. Jay the guys want to return nope. his receipts. I got got him. Do anything. you think in retrospect, he that's what it was? The idea was let me take all the focus off my team that's underachieving, and and I'll take the hits right now by saying this. I, I think I think it's a couple of things. That what you just said, Max, what Rex said, but it was also the way they were playing at the time that everybody, for the most part, was talking negative about what the Jets were doing. But he saw as a head coach that's in the building, that's why sitting in these chairs, you have to be very careful of criticizing certain situations because people have more intel inside of a building than you do. Mm -hmm. And they didn't look good. Now, look, the quarterback is still whatever. It's up in the air what the quarterback is. But the rest of that team, oh, my God. Yeah. See, Jay, Jay, don't jump to conclusions. You got to let these things play out. And he's going to bring back all these receipts. That, and I'm going to – the money that I made on him, him, I'm going to give back. So now what's that going to do to me? I mean, I'm, I done spent it all. I don't know what to do now. I spent all the money. I spent all the money he gave me. He has the receipts. He wants his money back. And I don't have it to give him other than an Key, apology. Let me – before we move on, Key, as you were – I thought you were looking for a word before. I didn't know you were about to apologize to him. And I stepped on you. I said, Booster, I thought you were looking for a word. Shocking. But you were actually looking to <laughs> – could you, could you again just state for the record what you want to tell Robert Sala? I, I want to tell Robert Sala I apologize for my negative misdiagnosis of his team wow. as well as him a big as a head coach. Man, I, I, I do. Man, you got to give it to yeah, him. Yeah, look, no. man. Now what I would say <laughs> Uh-oh. is the Jets are going to the playoffs. They are going to the playoffs. Mark this down. Okay. What? They're going to the playoffs. Max, you know I really commend Key for him apology, mm-hmm. uh, his apologizing. Well, I don't need that. Yeah, yeah. It's not really Are, are you going to apologize, Max, apology? for the receipts comments? Because you were on that train as well. I don't owe Coach an apology, Jay. That would be an admission that I've made a mistake, and as you know, I never have made a mistake. <laughs> Hello? Uh, Hello? Yeah, uh, by the way, I, I completely missed I didn't understand what he was doing. To me, it's pretty clear. He was taking the pressure off his team and putting it on himself. But Jay, understand, he knew by saying that he was going to catch yeah. it from guys like me in the media because you don't say stuff like that out loud, but he did it. And I'll he, rock, he did it for that reason. Joe, I'll rock with Joe Douglas, though. But I've always rocked with him. But his players that he's picking and they're picking together – Sauce Gardner's not supposed to be playing the way he's playing as a, as a mm-hmm. rookie. Jay, it's would not, you like to say something to Coach? Not supposed to be playing that Always way. Always had your back, Robert. He's I'm not done. supposed Thank to be playing that way. They completely turned the Quentin Williams situation around. He got into a little sideline scuffle a couple weeks ago. That thing's over with. They didn't turn that around. Joe Douglas decided to go out and get a running back when Brees Hall got hurt. Garrett Wilson at the receiver position. I mean, it's just they got a good team, man. Yep. They yep. do. Well, there's a reason I wanted Sala to coach the Giants back when, Jay. All right, what's your final observation, Key? Number five. Well, look, we talk about quarterbacks and MVP candidates and all this and that and trying to compare. I'm I'm just going to tell you, we need to hold off on that Josh Allen stuff compared to Patrick Mahomes, even though he beat Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes is ridiculously stupid at the quarterback spot, man. Doesn't even make any sense. I mean, you're looking to do like that. This is what I'm talking about when I say – put a team on your back and will your way to victory. You know, that whole coach at the podium conversation. That's what that is. Okay, we got three minutes to go in the game. I need to tie this thing up. Oh, now we're in overtime. I need to go ahead and win this thing. Oh, a two-point conversion. I need to go ahead and take this thing and do it. Most quarterbacks will sit back there, pat the baby to sleep and throw an interception or throw it out the back of the end zone and say, oh, well, we had a close shot to winning 
That's not the case with this I mean, kid. Collinsworth said it on the broadcast last night. Yeah, well, and I, I think of that, about that every time I watch Mahomes play. We've never seen anything like Mahomes. Not like Mahomes exactly. Well, if you took Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and put him into one guy, you'd have Mahomes. Like, he's having fun. He's drawing up the plays in the dirt. He's doing all the, you see the all, one. He's you, not turning the man, ball. You'll see them. It's, ahead, I was going to say, it's like the Michael Jordan, LeBron James conversation, right? Like how many years that they play, and you feel like they give the MVP award to other people, but it should have been theirs because they're the most dominant player in the game, right? People get bored. And of, I yeah, know, exactly. And I know, you, I know you saw the one play in the first half when he scrambled, and he decided to not run, but take it and go, you take it. He, he, and the he last second pass. Yeah. pass. And it's oh. like, but you're not supposed to do that. No. <laughs> and nobody does that. He's, but it works almost like every time Nobody does that. He's never supposed to do it. But every time he does it, I bet you he's at 99.9% every time he does it. He's unbelievable. But, you know, he's having an MVP year, but so is Jalen Hurts. Hurts is having a big MVP year. I can't take nothing away from a quarterback who's undefeated. When you're, Whenever you're undefeated, <laughs> it says something. And Hertz is playing that kind of style of football you actually like, Key, not turning the ball over, running one or two in, throwing one or two. Key, it's not like crazy yards and everything. It's just steady Eddie, but smooth big too. when they need him to be. And he's smooth. He looks right. Josh Allen is still in the conversation. No doubt. Right? He's still in the conversation. He beat Mahomes head-to-head. I mean, who – well, I, I guess I'm going back to Key's point, though. Like, who was saying that Josh Allen was on the same level as Patrick Mahomes? Were people saying that? Because well, I've always said that Patrick Mahomes is different. He's in a class of his own. I think it's that the, Josh what, Allen was trying to aspire to get what to. What happens is, in the preseason, you come in with all the yeast and the hype and everything is bubbling yeah, up. Yeah, but that's And people. so if you if, – well, those are the people, the, the – the, the media, people that... Josh Allen was playing He was playing incredible football at the end of the season. And yeah. the fresh thing in everyone's mind was that incredible... Like, no one's going to remember last year's Super Bowl compared to that game between Allen and Mahomes. It was unreal. So they see that. It feels like every year Josh Allen's getting better. They came out in the same draft. And it, that's the narrative for good reason. And the momentum builds. When that yeah, momentum builds especially when you ball. It comes into play. I, I just, but I see, I look at the MVP race and the better player differently, right? It could be like, oh, he's ascending to maybe be the better player, but but I didn't come into the season thinking that Josh Allen was a better player. I'm, just, I'm telling you how they, I'm telling you how it's packaged up, though, Jay. Yeah. They're gonna package it up. Well, the only thing that he's missing is the Super Bowl and the MVP, and I know it's like the only thing. If he get that. They go, they go pushing past Patrick Mahomes. No, I think that if yeah. he gets that, there will be an argument. Is That's it Josh Allen or Mahomes? Absolutely. If he gets that, sure. If he gets that, it's a legitimate they, argument if he gets oh that. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, but the body of work for Patrick Mahomes is different, yeah, man. Yeah, no doubt. There's I mean, no I mean how many times did it need to get to the AFC Championship game and host it? Lerald in Houston, who's the MVP? Well, the MVP, man, the way Mahomes. And don't get me wrong, Hurst and Allen, they're playing good, man. But um, Mahomes, what he's doing with that scrambling man and, and turning it into first downs and touchdowns, that's giving him the edge. You know what I'm saying? Allen, you know, Allen, he hops over players and stuff, and that's cool because your valuable player has to do valuable things. You see what I'm saying? And so, like, Mahomes, when he gets the scrambling and he creates the first down himself, he's, we're talking out the paper, the playbook's closed. He's done. He's passed the play. The play that they tried, it's not working. Then he's got to make something happen. He turns it into a first down, and he, he turns it into a touchdown. There's no doubt. You know, so there's, like, there's, there's no doubt Mahomes does that. And another point I thought Collinsworth made that was really good last night, guys, Mahomes, what's his number one ability, really? He is able – you talk about diagnosing stuff, Key. 
he is able to diagnose what is happening faster than anybody else, right? He can decide on the go how much to extend the play before he throws it away or finds someone open and he's leading them with the pass or he's scrambling or he's rushing for – like his understanding of what's happening on the field is like Tom Brady, but he's doing it with the kind of attitude of Brett Favre but with the effect of Aaron Rodgers. Like there's never been anyone like him. And Jay dares compare Jalen Hurts to Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my goodness. How much was uh, – so who is the MVP? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. And how much was the Packers' loss in Detroit on the aforementioned Aaron Rodgers? Keyshawn, J. Will, the Max, ESPN Radio. Yeah, YSL, St. Laurent, same my thing. My wife has a bag. Well, she's yeah. probably got a mini bag. She but, hey, no, just for references, though, you know, it's not about it, – the shoes got YSL shoes, on the bottom for keys, but keys. He's crazy ass wrote Saint. Well, you wrote him yourself. No, no, I didn't write. No, you didn't write it. No, that's the way they came. Man, use a magic marker. Swear on everything. That's a magic marker. It's fashion, man. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio, and you are not tied to your car or your shower, wherever you have your radio. You have a phone in your pocket. You have us. ESPN football analyst Dan Orlovsky with us now. Morning, Dan. Slip what up, though? Man, nothing. What a weekend, boys. Let's go. I'm ready to rock. Why what you got a, a hat weekend? on? Let's go. Why can't I have a hat on? No, I just why, is there a reason you got a hat no, on? Like, this is just Very why defensive, I Jay. Yeah, man. How am I defensive? He just was asking Whoa, why you had a hat defensive? on. I'm not so defensive. Why can't I have a hat on? Are you balding? No. All right, just a question. No, his no, hair's growing. No, I do. He's Bosley Reese, but I'm not balding. You haven't had a chance He's bald. What do you mean balding? Balding? Who's the MVP, man? Who's the favorite right now? So... Ooh. Right, right uh, now. MVP of the NFL right now still has to be Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, what Patrick did last night was, and he's done this a couple times, remind everybody I'm the best player in the league because here's the whole philosophy of Sunday night football from the Tennessee Titans. We are going to play a certain style where they throw a ton of different looks at him, and there was a bunch of zone. I'm going to make you play patient because I know every quarterback versus that type of defense makes that one crucial mm-hmm. mistake. And Patrick actually did the complete opposite. He made those one, two, three crucial plays that were the difference of the game. And the way he handled that game and managed that game and kind of mature-wise controlled that game till the very, very end, he's the MVP. Um, Who's second? Second probably right now, Jalen in Philadelphia. But here's my pushback. You said said that with a lot of pain. No, because I think – I, and I've, I said this in the offseason. I think Philadelphia is the easiest place in the NFL to play quarterback. That is not taking a shot at Jalen. He's doing exactly what he should be doing yeah, if he's a good player. You've been the same thing. They built it perfectly for him. Uh, they, like, yeah, but they yeah, built it perfectly for Josh Allen. They built it perfectly yeah, yeah. for Patrick Mahomes. If you that's took, what you have if, to do. If you took Justin and put him in Philadelphia, you feel like you're you're 7-0 and or 8-0 and with Philadelphia Justin, right now? Fields. Absolutely, I do. Right, but if I but, but uh, I say but I bro, say the same thing. You watched thing. that dude yesterday. Oh, yeah, no, I, look, I did, but look, I'm just saying like, not the same level because there's more experience. As of right yeah. now, he's a, a carbon copy mini Jalen Hurts. I agree. I've already I, said that. I think there's a little bit more experience. Justin, Justin Hurts. Yeah, yeah. Same, same Justin. Same I think he's stuff. a more explosive but runner. Same yeah, stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Same stuff. I think he's a. I think he's a little bit better, like off perfect platform thrower. Yeah, but you're gonna get. You know how it is, Dan. Everything's not gonna be. Even kill. Sure. One guy's going to be a little bit better at this. A yeah, little yeah, bit yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, for the most part, I don't think, yeah. if I took that dude and dropped him in Philadelphia, 
They're still playing really next, good football. Next, next year or the year after, he'd be Jalen Hurts. Yeah, right. He absolutely. needs a little more experience. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think that there's a, a team, maybe we saw them both on the field yesterday, organization-wise, that should feel so encouraged about their young quarterbacks other than Chicago and Miami. I mean, Miami's mm-hmm. got to feel great about the way Tua's playing. I'm, I've said this for two weeks, and you know it, Key. Tua has the best eyes in football right now. I mean, what he does with his eyes. Why are you looking to, at me like that, man? What do you mean? I'm just I'm looking at you as Dan is saying Tua has the best eyes in football. Well, I, I never and you, said you know, he didn't have the best eyes I just, in football. I've been on the Tua train for a while. Dan, he's got the best eyes to get me off. Best eyes in football I'm not right trying now. to get you off. No, I never now have. you're back on, and it's okay. I'm, I'm you, he not. apologize to Robert Sala. Is he a roller coaster rider? No, I'm not like a roller coaster rider. Wow. I don't. No, look. First of all, Tua has to, had to show not only me, but everybody. What he was gonna be? You can't just all of a sudden in week one right. with a guy go. Oh, they're gonna no. We need yeah. To the see. stuff that Tua Why has is less. He like it's not impossible that he did this, but it was less obvious maybe than some other guys. He actually had to go out. Yeah. He's not the biggest, the fastest, the biggest arm. Right? I he, disagree. Really? I I mean, I've been on Tua since I called him the LeBron James of college football. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, in five college, years sure. ago. Yeah, in college, he was a big deal. Sure. Okay, so yeah, I get it. But that's what I always say about quarterbacks. Like, big, shiny, you know, object that we just run to thinking that if you're that size, you're just going to be a great player. Tua does everything really, really good. No, but I mean, like, the, the comp was Drew Brees even coming out. Can he be a left-handed totally. Drew Brees? And Drew Brees' career started slowly, actually. That's, okay, I got what you're saying. Yeah, you know, and then fair. they put him in the right situation. and it's when But you, Drew didn't play this good this early. No. In fact, he got benched in his, like, third Fourth year. year he but also, it was similar. He also didn't it's have a similar trajectory. Tyreek is so dumb good. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. yeah. Best He's offensive so weapon in football, man. Yeah. How much so of it good. is McDaniel, like, like a first-year head coach doing what he's doing – Using Tyreek the way he's using, yeah. putting two in these positions. How much it is, coach? It's it's a lot. It's the perfect marriage. That's why I always say I, I hate the the phrase. Well, is this guy ever going to fit? I don't like fit because this is the NFL. Guys should thrive, and it's the perfect example of how a player can thrive under the ideal coaching. The way that they move Tyreek around, their RPO slash play action game. The way that he allows Tua to use his strength, that the eye manipulation, the ball coming out, the back foot hitting the ground. Everything, we talked about this a little bit last week on NFL Live with Keelake. They do, the difference with Miami right now is the ball comes out of Tua's hands so fast, but it goes vertically. You know, oftentimes in football, when the ball's coming out of the quarterback's hands so quickly, it's a horizontal game, similar to what we see with Green Bay. You know, where, um, and you don't push the ball downfield. Miami's doing it. That's a great You talk about ideal coaching. LaFleur, Aaron Rodgers, is that still the ideal coach? For Aaron Rodgers right now? Yeah, I mean, we, we. I will say this about Green Bay, Jay. So my answer to your question is absolutely. Okay. We we don't erase what has happened over the last three years. Okay. Uh that's the worst game I've ever seen Aaron play. I've seen Aaron play every single snap as a pro. Um, everything looks so hard for their offense. The only time anything good happens when the ball is in the air is when it's a perfect throw by Aaron. I don't know if I've seen him miss that many balls as as he did yesterday. And I don't know the last time I saw a team, an organization, fall so far, so fast, so quick. What is it, though, Dan? Why, why, why did Aaron Rodgers have a stinker yesterday, and why is the organization falling so fast? Well, I think, number one, the left tackle Bakhtiari's um, roller coaster ride of health. And the, uh, like, he, one game he plays, one game he doesn't. One game he plays okay. You know, so, like, your, your premier left tackle is a shell of himself. 
the injuries to the offensive line and the departures of the offensive line. Elkton Jenkins, their young guard, isn't playing as good as he has. And then, yeah, the departure of the not only Devontae, but those three receivers matters. And they don't have receivers who can get healthy. You know, like Christian Watson, hmm. complete waste this year. Romeo Dobbs gets hurt yesterday. Randall Cobb's not playing, so he's relying on Sammy Watkins and Alan Lazard. Sammy's a good five right now in, in his career. A good, yeah, right? Lazard's a really good three, probably a good two. A five so, that doesn't play special teams. Yeah, your offensive line is falling apart. Your perimeter players can't play your defense. I got nothing good to say, but that defense is the most disappointing unit in all of football. I don't know what happened, man. They were supposed to hold it down while the young guys were getting acclimated. Everybody has scored 24 against the, the Lions. Wow, Everyone. Everyone. So, and, dude, to put it into context, three years ago this team's in the NFC Championship game and lost to the team that is a throw away from the Super Bowl. Barely. Right? Two years ago, lost in the NFC Championship game. Last year, they were the one seed. Let's not forget, after they, they – they, come this close to getting to the Super Bowl, they draft Aaron Rodgers' replacement. It was more important to them to have continuity being really good and not wanting to miss a beat than it was pushing themselves over the top. When they was the last time the you saw a team fall this far this fast, this quick? Like, think it's about nuts. it. Right? I, I, don't, I don't know how it happened. You usually, when a team falls this fast, after these situations, it's, it's cause because the quarterback. Toast, well, the quarterback, right? But it's also internal mess going uh-huh. on. Coaches, general managers, they, they, they just lose whole side of what the plan was. That's usually what you Back-to-back MVP, playing the best he's ever played in one of the greatest careers ever, suddenly throws three, almost all three red zone interceptions and they were on against a bad team. I can't blame the receivers. They were bad throws. Dan Orlovsky, ESPN football analyst extraordinaire. Keyshawn J. Willemax is brought to you by CSX Veterans. CSX is hiring. Apply at csx.com slash careers. So, Packers gonna are the Packers toast. Is it over? Yes. Is Rogers gonna regret coming back? Get <laughs> ruin the next segment. Tell us the answer now. Packers are done. Rogers gonna regret coming back? No. Okay. Dan Orlovsky says no. What do we say? What do you say? Eight 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 say ESPN seven two nine three seven seven six. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio or watch on ESPN two. Keyshawn J Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.
Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. How did it come? FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. Frustration and miserability are two different emotions, so. Rodgers moves in behind center, takes the snap, fakes the give, rolls, throws back against his body, intercepted by the Lions. When I decided to come back, it was all in, and and I don't make decisions, and then, you know, hindsight, 2020. Keyshawn, J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app and ESPNU and Sirius XM Channel 80. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That's the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Who's the NFL MVP right now? Is it Patrick Mahomes, or would you like to be incorrect and select another answer? Like Jay. Jay wants another answer. He doesn't like being correct about this. He likes uh, Jalen Hurts as the MVP right now, or maybe Tua Tungavailoa. Jason Wilde, ESPN Wisconsin and Packers reporter for The Athletic, is with us now. Morning, Jason. Good morning, guys. How are you? Better than Aaron Rodgers this morning. And I'm tired and I'm better than Aaron Rodgers. Does not look good, Jason. Jason, I get this problem and that problem on the team. He came five yards away from three red zone interceptions, and they're on him? What happened? Yeah, certainly the first two were were not good, right? The one off the defender's helmet and and then the one uh, on the – I mean, they're to the point where they're running – trick plays to their left tackle uh, who isn't even able to play most of the second half because of his knee and then comes back for the last series. I mean, they are just a team that is searching for anything that'll work offensively. And, and I know we've got one of the all time great wide receivers on the panel. And so I say this uh, with a ton of respect for him, but I think Packers fans need to get up this morning and apologize to Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, James Jones, Randall Cobb, because all these times we thought that Aaron Rodgers made them all better, and and he did. I'm not saying he didn't, but I think the road was a two-way street, and I think we're seeing, because I don't believe that Aaron Rodgers has just dropped off the table after what I saw from him the last two seasons. I just don't believe that. Um, He has certainly had some throws that he described in a way that I can't describe on the show right now, or is the word I'll use instead, but he is just lost without anybody who is capable of being on the same page as him. And I thought the final play of the game for them was illustrative of that. You know, he throws the ball on a fade and obviously that's not the thing that Sammy Watkins is thinking. And whether it's the three rookies that are playing or Sammy Watkins, who's new to the offense, he just cannot function the same way with a bunch of guys that don't know what to do. And his frustration is showing, and I would think as a wide receiver that that is not something that they're enjoying either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could tell the frustration in, in getting on the same page with the guys, Jason, is certainly an issue. What I would say to Matt LaFleur and what I would say to Aaron Rodgers, pick a guy. And whoever that guy is, that you have the most confidence in, run your passing game through that guy and force feed him. 
whatever that may be. If it's healthy, Romeo Dobbs, pick him, and we're going to force him to football. Why, Keith? That's interesting. Why? Because that way Aaron Rodgers and him can get on the same page. All you have to do is you formate that guy to where you want him to be. If you want him to play the X, you make him the X. You make him the Z. You make him the zebra. You make him the Y. It's not difficult. At to least do. you have that one guy. You got to run that it one guy that now you're building that rapport with. Aaron Rodgers is trying to build a rapport with six different bodies, and it'll never work doing that. Um, when you look at this team, though, are they in danger of missing the playoffs? Or better yet, I got them missing the playoffs. But in your eyes, are they in danger of missing it? Yeah, they've got three really difficult games now on the schedule. You know, I, I, this was the, the prediction I'd made for this team was that they would struggle offensively during the first two-thirds of the season, knowing how demanding and precise Aaron Rodgers is. I thought their defense would be better. I never thought it was going to be as elite as some did. I figured that it would be a slog for the first two-thirds of the season, but then they'd be that team, you know, and you've seen these, throughout the years, you guys, where they, they look like they're struggling and then something clicks and the Packers have a late bye. So I thought, all right, they're going to kind of get it together going into their bye week on December 11th. They got four games left after that and they're going to find a rhythm. They're going to make the playoffs as a wild card team and then they're going to be the team nobody wants to play. And it's hard for me to defend that position based on what we saw yesterday in Detroit against the worst scoring defense in the league and you could put up nine points. And so it's hard for me to defend my position, but I still think that they're capable of that if, and key, I think you're right, and I think the guy is Alan Lazard. I know he's not, uh, I love Alan Lazard, but he is a guy that does all the dirty work and has now been put in the number one receiver spot. I'm not sure he's capable of carrying an offense the way great wide receivers do. But I do agree that that is probably their best option. He's the one guy that Rodgers always seems to know where he's going to be on the field and has that trust as long as Randall Cobb is on injured reserve. Jason, I have to ask the question, and I don't know all the details to his contract, even though I think it's year by year. But like, what would give you confidence that you think Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Green Bay Packers next season? Well, uh, having lived through the Brett Favre saga um, earlier in my career, and I'm having flashbacks to 2005. Uh, that year, the Packers had lost in the playoffs the previous season. No one thought that they were going to be crummy, and they were 4-12, and 12, uh, and Favre was showing the same level of frustration that we saw from Rodgers yesterday that Fox Sports' cameras kept catching. I mean, he couldn't even hang up the phone on the sideline without being frustrated. What I, what I think brings him back potentially is, and you guys are all competitors, do you really want to go out like this? Like, if this ends up continuing down this path, I have a hard time picturing someone as competitive as Rodgers looking back on his career and saying, my last season, we were 5-12 and 12 or 6-11. and 11. I just... And I, I would think, too, that he sees the glimpses of ability in these young guys that if he's going to live through all these growing pains, I would think he'd like to reap the benefits of when they actually know what they're doing and he's able to get on the same page with them. The bottom line on the contract, though, Jay, is basically, look, they cannot, they cannot trade him or cut him before June 1st. Uh, they just can't do it. It'll destroy their cap for next year. So. 
He has to be a post-June 1 move that at least allows them to spread out that hit. But I, I, I remember in 05, I thought, would Favre really go out like this, as bad as they were at 4-12? and And obviously the answer was no, and he ended up playing two more seasons in Green Bay and three more with the Jets and, and Vikings. So it'll be interesting to see, but I, I just can't imagine a competitor like Aaron Rodgers wanting to finish the year like this is going. Jason Wilde, ESPN, Wisconsin Packers reporter for The Athletic. Thank you, Jason. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Take care. Be good. Uh-huh. So, man, Rodgers, could he be a – possibly he's not a Packer next year. I mean, He's he, a Packer. That's what Jason seems to think. That's yeah, what you the think. June, the June 1st thing will, will destroy their cap. Hey, does the AFC East now have the best case for being the best division in the NFL? Coming up, Keyshawn J. Willemax. Listen to Keyshawn J. Willemax live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.